All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Better late than never. Welcome. Yeah! It's favorite. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup draw. Let's go, baby. Yeah! Milk. Uh-huh. This is Ceases. Hello, Ceases. 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 Please stop spying on me. Ceases. Please stop spying on me. Tyler, Tyler Uremchuk is so... Fucking sexy. Yes, he is. We're going to bring this down. we got a lot to get to. I've done three podcasts, three episodes of this podcast this week. Are you tired of me? I hope not. We've got a lot to get to today, We've including a lot of your voicemails chiming in on everything that's gone on over the last couple of days, and I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about what the Oilers are doing. I'm super excited that Ken Holland is actually alive. I'm super excited that... Um, all the kind of moves that we were hoping for are starting to happen. It sounds like there's more in the... Oops, I didn't mean to push that. So I'm just going to start off with a quick chat about the podcast because finally I've been talking about getting a roadcaster for a long time and I finally got it. I finally, finally got it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the applause. There's also crickets when I make a bad joke. Those are weird, actually. I don't like that. Um, but the thing I'm most excited about is there's some filters on this podcast. Oh, I guess I got to start off, by the way. Shout out to the audio department. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. You too can record a podcast without having to buy a roadcaster for your own house. Just book some studio time. Get on down there. Got it? You can make a mixtape. You can record a folk album. Whatever you want, theaudiodepartment.ca is where you're going to get to all of that equipment from. 
I promise you're going to have a good time, okay? Here at my house, here at the Castle Milk in the Studio 93, I am excited about the Roadcaster. You may have heard a little bit of it yesterday on the Matthias Ekholm Emergency Podcast. I was playing with some of these filters a little bit on that podcast, but one of the things I'm most excited about is having a, a guest, a very special guest on the podcast more often. Uh, he's been chime, he's been chomping at the bit to try and get on the show for a little bit. So I'm just going to give a quick introduction to Satan. Satan is going to be joining me from time to time and chiming in. Well, hello there, Bag Milk. I'm just, you know what? I'm pretty excited that you're finally giving me the opportunity that I deserve. I'm pretty excited that you're finally giving me a platform. Lord knows you could use the help because this podcast is terrible. Well, that's not very nice. I mean, you asked me for a platform to spew your hatred, and now you're shitting on me as well. Listen, you should just be lucky that I don't pop your head off your fucking shoulders and feast on the tasty brains inside. I could be watching Who Hot to Handle. There's a German version that just got loaded on Netflix. You're fucking lucky that I'm not doing that. I could rip your head clean off and feast on your insides. That was aggressive. Anyway, there's Satan. He's going to chime in from time to time. So we do welcome Satan to the show. It's very cool that he's here, and it's very cool that I've got a roadcaster here. It's very, very neat. I've got a lot of cool plans for this thing. I've got a bunch of stuff that I want to do with it. I've got a bunch of plans that I want to do with it. I was doing some testing on some phone calls, so I'm going to be setting up a routing number so that when I'm recording, I'll be able to take live calls on the podcast as well. I'm super pumped about it. Uh, Satan, how do you feel? Listen, no matter what you do, this podcast is going to be terrible. You're just not talented, and quite frankly... The fact that you don't just have me on and available all the time is a real mistake. But I'm not really surprised given that your entire existence is a mistake. (laughs) Again, very, very rude stuff from Satan. But what do you expect from the Prince of Darkness, you know? What do you expect? Not a lot. Not a lot. Anyway. There you go. So I just wanted to shout out the new Roadcaster, a new piece of equipment that I've got here on the podcast. I'm going to be having a lot of fun with it, including more check-ins from Satan. Did you say you needed me now? Or are you just going to tuck me away again like you have been for your entire life? Lord knows you need me. Lord knows you wouldn't have this job without me. (laughs) Wow. You're really going out there. Really, really going out there. Anyway, Satan's got some great tips on the NHL and the Oilers in general, so maybe we'll check in with him later to see what is going on. But the point that I'm getting at here is the Roadcaster is now in my house. It is now in my possession. I've got the upgraded version. It is the Roadcaster Pro 2, if you want to Google that. There's a lot of cool buttons and knobs and turny things and all the shit that I love when it comes to recording a podcast, and hopefully, ultimately, it's going to sound better as well. That's the whole point that I'm trying to get to here with this, with investing in the equipment in my house, just so I can give you a better podcast. So let me know how it sounds. The first couple episodes dropped yesterday with the Roadcaster. Those were the uh, the emergency pods. The nice thing from behind the scenes is I don't have to do as much uh, manipulating of the audio before it goes up. So give me your feedback. Hit me up. JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk. If you're on Instagram, just let me know. Roadcaster sounds good. Roadcaster sounds bad. And with that... Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by me. Look at me fading down smoothly because I've got faders on my fingertips. I've still got my voicemail or uh, my button bar on my iPad. This fucking rules. 
We're upgrading, baby. Uh, silly season is here, and we got a big taste of it yesterday as the Edmonton Oilers made a couple of deals. The first one happened in the morning. It was Yesapuli RV being traded to the Carolina Hurricanes for Patrick Pistoli. We don't know much about Patrick Pistoli. We don't even know if the Oilers are going to re-sign him. I did an emergency podcast on this yesterday, so go back and listen to that one if you want my take on the Pooley RV trade. Just to sum it up really quickly, I'm bummed. You know, I'm sad about the way the story ended for Yessa in Edmonton, but it was time for both sides to move on. So I wish him all the best. I hope he scores in his first game in Carolina. If he's playing tonight, I'm going to bet on him to score because I just feel like he needs this. He's going to have an emotional lift. I hope he has the best time and the best luck in Carolina, though, that they ultimately lose in the Stanley Cup finals to the Edmonton Oilers because I feel like that would be great. That'd be great. Uh, after the trade, I didn't get to play this yesterday on the emergency podcast. After the trade, Connor McDavid was asked about Pugliarvi being sent out, and this was his answer. Yeah, it's obviously sad. You know, um, Jesse was someone that I played with for a long time, and, um, you know, it's... Six years. Can you believe it was six years that he was in the Oilers organization? I mean, that counts with the uh, the trip over to Finland again. That counts with all that stuff, but he was around for a long time, Connor. Sorry I cut you off. Uh, it's part of the business, unfortunately, but he's going to a great situation, and uh, I'm sure he's going to do really well there. You saw some ups and downs with him, and obviously there was, I guess, a bit of a rocky patch with the organization earlier. Just what can you say how he handled that and, you know, kind of bounced back from some of that? Yeah, I mean, not uh, it's not always going to be uh, be perfect, um, you know, and certainly with, with Jess and, and uh, you know, the Oilers, there was definitely ups and downs, and, you know, he had that year away from the group, and um, when he came back and, you know, when he came back, you could just tell how much he matured and, and um, you know, how much uh, fun he was having playing the game. And, and Jess is always at his best when uh, when he's having fun. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was uh, those were probably the, the, the best memories of, uh, of Jess as an Oiler. My favorite memories of Jess of Poliarvi was the way he could lick his own hairline. <laughs> Satan, I didn't call upon you. Relax. Relax, Satan. Get out of here. The second trade yesterday that they made, that the Oilers made, was the Tyson Berry trade. A huge trade. Again, I recorded an emergency podcast yesterday about the trade. Tyson Berry going out along with Reed Schaefer. Apologies to Wanya, you know? That is a real tough one for him, and I know that this is my, this is just, it, it hurts. He was in love with the guy. In love with Reed Schaefer. He didn't even get a pull on an Oilers jersey outside of just putting it on at the draft. So it was Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, a first in 2023 and a fourth in 2024, I believe. For Ekholm at 4% retained, that's $250,000 that they saved, plus a sixth round pick. To me, Ekholm is going to help the Oilers keep pucks out of the net. He should be playing tonight. I haven't seen any updates as I started recording that he's not or that he is. Nothing's been confirmed yet, actually. I'll keep cruising as I'm recording to see if he's actually getting in tonight. But the point is, he is going to be wearing number 14. If you wonder, hey, bag milk, who's wearing number 14 now? It's Devin Shore. Devin Shore passed along that number to Matias Ekholm. Oh, I see now just as the Oilers, as I'm talking about this now, the Oilers have posted on their official Twitter account, Matias Ekholm arriving at the arena, shaking hands with some staff. He's still got his Predators bag. The beard looks great. He just popped on his jersey. He's getting his team photo. I'm fucking excited, man. This dude is a big, tall drink of water and he's mean and he's got a little bit of touch. A little bit of touch. He's got about half of the offense that Tyson Berry has, but a whole lot more of the defending. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what he can do tonight against the Leafs in his first game. I think that's going to be a really, really strong addition for the team. Again, go back and listen to yesterday's 
uh, episode, the emergency podcast that I did. The, it, it's it's I'm excited about at home, but I'm sad about Barry. Does that make sense? I feel like that's you're allowed to be excited about at home, but sad about Barry. It was one of those things where he was a great oiler. He produced really, really well. And I said this yesterday. I think it was on Oilers Nation Radio or maybe in the live broadcast we did right after the trade. But when Tyson Barry was in Colorado, he was the player I desperately, desperately wanted the Oilers to get. He was everything I wanted in a puck moving D man. So to have him on the team for the last few years was it was a treat. And I'm going to miss him. So I'm going to give another round of applause to Tyson Berry. We'll miss you, pal. (laughs) What I want to know now is who's next. Frank Saravalli. I've got a clip for you that I'm going to play here. Frank Saravalli said the Oilers are not done. So it just makes me wonder who is next. I'm looking over at Cat Friendly at the situation. The Oilers have some RFAs on the lineup that could be potentially traded. Probably not, but maybe. They've got some UFAs, potentially, but maybe. So let's run through the UFAs really quickly. Derek Ryan, he ain't going anywhere. He could be the answer. Matthias Janmark, I could see another team wanting him, but he's playing well right now, so I don't think he's going anywhere. Devin Shore, not going to happen. RFAs, we have got Ryan McLeod, no way they're trading him. Kaleem Costin, no way they're trading him. And Evan Bouchard as an RFA. He may get traded at some point down the line, but he's certainly not getting traded now that Tyson Berry has been moved to the Nashville Predators. So we'll see what's next. But on Oilers Nation every day today with my boy Tyler Remchuk, the Oilers, uh, Frank Saravalli, I should say, from dailyfaceoff.com said they're not quite done. 100%. They are not done. They are perusing actively the forward market. Uh, They have cap space now as a result of this deal, $1.3 million dollars. They have other pieces on their roster that they can move if they need to and or want to. Tyler Yamamoto is one. Uh, Warren Fogle is another if they're trying to create cap space. And so they have a little bit, can get more if they decide to move one of those players and have at least one, if not maybe two more trades in the pipeline before Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. One, if not two more trades coming down the pipe between the deadline at, uh, what is the deadline? I think it's one o'clock mountain time on Friday. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But since we recorded last week, man, it has been a wild week around the NHL. So let me recap some of the trades that have happened since last week's episode on February 28th. Are you ready? Let's run through these. Okay. The Chicago Blackhawks and the Ottawa Senators made a trade. The Blackhawks received Nikita Zaitsev, a 2023 second round pick and a 2026 fourth round pick in consideration for future considerations. Funny trade. The Habs or the Senators were just like, we're going to give you a bunch of shit to get rid of Nikita Zaitsev. We don't want anything. Future considerations, always one of my favorite trades that you can make because what does that even look like? Same day, the Vegas Golden Knights traded Dyson Mayo to the Arizona or the Arizona Coyotes, I should say, traded Dyson Mayo to the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for a fifth round pick in 2023 and the Shea Weber contract. The Arizona Coyotes, I guess the plan is to never ice a roster with actual NHL players. They want to get to the salary cap floor. They want to not have anybody on their roster that could actually play. They want as many legends as they can connect. It seems like it's cap manipulation, but nobody asks me. How was that for a button? A little bit of a megaphone. I like it. Uh, the Boston Bruins, they made a big swing on the 23rd. They picked up Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway. 
Washington retained 50% of Orlov's cap hit. Minnesota retained a further 25%. They sent a fifth-round pick to the Wild to retain a little bit of salary. Craig Smith, Andre Svetlakov, a 2023 first, a 2025 second, a 2024 third, was going to the Washington Capitals. On the 25th, Nino Rita Ryder went to Winnipeg for a second round pick. Vitaly Kravtsov went to the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for William Lockwood and a 2026 seventh round pick to the Rangers. Shane Bowers went to the Boston Bruins for Keith Kincaid. It went back to the Colorado Avalanche. Oh. Then we get to February 26th, Tanner Janot. This one was a huge trade. Cal Foote, 2025 first round pick, 2024 second round pick, 2023 third, fourth, and fifth round picks. Timo Meyer, Scott Harrington, San, uh, Santeri Hakata, Zach Edmund, Timo Igra, Ibragamov. And 2024 fifth round pick went to the New Jersey Devils. The Sharks got a conditional first, a conditional second, uh, and a handful of prospects. There's a bunch of fucking people in here that I don't believe are real people. I apologize to them in advance. Jack Johnson went to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for Andreas England to the Chicago Blackhawks. The Vegas Golden Knights picked up Ivan Barbashev in exchange for Zachary Dean from the St. Louis Blues. Choke Me Dadanov went to the Dallas Stars from the Canadians in exchange for Denis Gurianov. And that's, now we get to the 27th. Riley Stillman went to the Sabres. Josh Bloom to the Vancouver Canucks. Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty. I actually thought Sam Lafferty was going to come to the Oilers. They went to Toronto in exchange for a 2025th conditional first-round pick, a 2026 second-round pick, Joey Anderson and Pavel Gogolev yesterday now we are caught up yesterday was when the trades happened yes Pugliarvi as I mentioned went for Patrick Pistola Marcus Johansson went to Minnesota Wild in exchange for a 2024 third round pick to the Washington Capitals Toronto Maple Leafs had a run again yesterday Eric Gustafson from the Washington Capitals along with a 2023 first round pick in exchange for Rasmus Sandin that was a prospect that the Leafs fans were super high on so I was a little bit surprised about that one a little bit surprised but they need to make something happen, I suppose. Uh, what else did the Leafs do? They picked up Luke Shen. I heard that he was rumored to be of interest to the Edmonton Oilers as a depth pickup on a third pairing right side. He got snapped up for a 2023 third round pick from the Vancouver Canucks. And then there was the big trade. Uh, the, another one that was expected with the Oilers was Gustav Nyquist to the Minnesota Wild. He is currently injured. He'll probably come off or be available to play when the season actually started. So the Columbus Blue Jackets get a 2023 Fifth round pick, Patrick Kane. We wanted him. He's going to New York. We all knew that was coming. The big one, though, last night, this one happened way late last night. Jonas Korpisalo and Vladislav Gavrikov went to the Columbus Blue Jackets for Jonathan Quick, a 2023 first round pick and a 2024 third round pick. So Gavrikov to the Kings, as well as Jonas Korpisalo. Jonathan Quick, according to Frank Saravalli, was pissed right off that he got traded at LA. But you know what, bro? You did not have a no trade clause, which shocked me. That was the most surprising thing of the, uh, of that trade for me. And then lastly today, a large Eller is going to Colorado and the Washington capitals get a 2025 second round pick there. You are up to date. The news brought to you by me. If you want to sponsor the news, just hit me up, slide into my DMs, or email me at bagmilk at oilersnation.com. You got it? You excited? Of course you are. Of course you are. Come on. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. Roof of the saddle, don't crumbling. 
You're listening to Better Late Than Never telling you to stay the fuck out of Calgary. Looking at my friends at Betway. My friends at Betway, it is the great decimal debate continues as your boy Bag Milk tries to learn what the fuck is going on with decimal system. Uh, Cliff has been in my DMs over the last little bit trying to help me out with making sense of all this decimal talk. Here's the reality. Here's the reality, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm so bad at math. I am so bad at math that the decimal system just did not work for me, and it's because... I can't figure it out quick enough. I need, I know, and I know that on the websites, it gives you what your total is, and that's fine. That works out. That gets rid of my math problem. But like the visual cue of a 1.6 doesn't have the same thing to me as a minus 160 or whatever the equivalent it is. So the good news is for our friends at Betway, I'm learning the education of my bet, becoming a better better is happening right now. And also, Cliff has made a donation to a animal charity on behalf of Bag Milk for the education and learning how to do it. So Cliff says to me in my DMs, you got your donation anyway. It was fun for me, so thanks for the content. All I ask is for an honest review of the differences, but don't give me the I don't understand bullshit. You have a question, just ask. So Cliff, here's the breakdown, my honest, honest breakdown. I need the better visual marker of the American odds. I think if I keep playing with the decimal system, I'll be able to get it. But my betting career started in the... When did I start betting? Probably early 2020. Yeah, it was 2020 when the pandemic kicked in and I was just kind of having fun and learning what it meant. So I learned how to bet using the plus minus odds. That's just where my brain goes now. So I think that if I actually work on it, I'll be able to figure it out. I will be able to figure it out. But in the meantime, I'm just, I'm struggling, Cliff. I really, really am. So I do appreciate the donation on my behalf to an animal shelter because that's what I wanted to do. I'm going to still keep trying to learn this. Jay and Chalmers are on me on the Real Life Podcast. I'm going to keep battling. I'm going to keep trying to figure it out. But here's what I've got tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And by the time you listen to this, maybe that game's over, so it doesn't matter anyway. But we'll see how I do. Connor McDavid to score one goal and one assist. At least one goal, at least one assist is 2.10. So if I'm thinking this through... $1 would get me $2.10 back. So essentially my profit is $1.10, I think. So my bet is five bucks. It makes 10.50. So I think my math is right there, right? I think so. My easy money bet is I'm going a little bold. I'm getting over seven and a half goals at 2.6. So my $1 will bring back a $1.60 return. Five bucks would equal 13. Again, I didn't do that math. My friends at Betway did, right? I'm just going to go ahead and collect. I need to figure out a better system. So right now, my these buttons are a little delayed. I need to do better than hooking up my soundboard on my iPad to the Rodecaster via Bluetooth. I will figure that out for next week. I got to go do a little shopping. But you know what? That's fine with me. That's fine with me. My risky business bet of the day. See, so you, miss, you miss the beginning of the cash register now. Oh, there we go. Uh, Leon Dreisel and Austin Matthews both to score one power play point at four. So let me do some math here. Maybe I'll do some, can I do some music for some math? Satan, I don't need to hear from you. How about this button? All right. 
little math here. Leon Dreisaitl and Austin Matthew both score one power play point at four. So if I go one by four, that equals four, but that doesn't make any sense. So it means my $1 will bring back $3. So $5 bet would equal 16. So $5, so $5 would equal $16. We'll see. Cliff, how did I do? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying my best, Cliff. I really, really am trying my best, but the decimal system, I think I'm just too dumb. I think I'm too dumb. I think I can get it with enough effort and enough know-how and enough hustle and enough help from Cliff. But in the meantime, I think I might be a little bit dumb. And it pains me to say it, but I'm also I'm also being honest. I'm being honest, you know? So there's my bets of the day for my friends at Betway. Cyril, you like this podcast. Better late than never with Betway. Why don't you go to your favorite podcast app? Like subscribe here you want to see a man boy i'll show you a man kick me in the jimmy for trilogy oil field rentals time for the righteous sack beating of course trilogy oil field rentals if you don't know what they are they are an established provider of oil field rental tools with full-time operating units in provost weyburn and kindersley they also provide seasonal project specific stations of fort st john fort mcmurray lac labish and others as customers require whatever the tools you need to complete the job trilogy oil field rentals has them rental tools fishing tools coil tools drilling tools completion tools Get all of your tools at TrilogyRentals.ca. I've actually got four, count them, four guest posts today on the Righteous Act beating, so I'm going to make mine really quick. The thing that annoys me most right now during silly season is how personal we're getting with each other when a player you like or dislike gets traded. I feel like we've lost the ability to debate on Twitter. You can't have a conversation with somebody that you disagree with because it turns into a fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. No, I'll stab you. No, I'll stab you. Wait, are you talking about stabbings? Who's getting stabbed? If somebody's getting stabbed, then you got to invite me into these festivities. Damn it, bag milk. You're fucking me again. Satan, just stop, man. Stop. The point I was trying to get at here is we got to be a little bit nicer to each other because at the end of the day, we're talking about sports. Like yesterday, as an example, when Pugliarvi got traded, there was a lot of people dancing on his grave. I'm not going to do that. I'm not one of those. I wish Yessa all the best in Carolina. I hope he has some success because I think there's a player there. And I think the Hurricanes picked him up because they know there's a player there. The Oilers needed the cap space. They used it to go get Matias Ekholm after. I'm liking it. I'm with it. I'm for it. I'm down with the cause. But there were people dancing on his grave on the way out. There was other people celebrate or like angry at those dancing on the grave. And then in the middle, it just got ugly. You know, it just got really ugly. And I, I'm trying to figure out where my head's at on all of this, but it got clouded by a lot of noise. There was so much noise coming in around that trade, right? And it just, I don't really understand it. So I guess the righteous sack beating for this week is really just talking hockey, aren't we? Like, how angry are we getting with each other? It's driving me a little bit nuts. It makes social media less fun to be on. But at the same point, you got to admire the passion. So what am I complaining about? Maybe I just don't like to argue. Maybe I'm just not sporting the way that I should be sporting. Maybe. I'm willing to accept the fact that I'm probably wrong. That's what Satan says, right? Then again, maybe it's just me. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. 
and the Jimmy. First up, Captain Felton with a guest, a righteous sack beating. What say you, Captain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is I, Mark Spector, inbred <laughs> cousin of Skeletor. <laughs> and I'm here to take one last shot at my man crush, the Bison King. Yeah. <laughs> What can I say other than I am so much smarter than every Oilers fan? You can all suck it as I can't stop beating a dead bison. See what I did there? Now I'm off to write my next evil column. Tune in next time to see who my next victim is. <laughs> Ta-da for now. <laughs> uh, lest anybody believe that was actually Mark Spector. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wasn't actually him. So we'll see what happens. But thank you, Captain Felton, for that. Who knew that Captain Felton just had a repertoire of random voices in that brain of his? I love it. Next up, we've got two more, three more. So I got to give you the button. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Ben, you're up. Got a righteous hack beating. Ken Holland, hopefully by the time you listen to this, he's made a goddamn gosh darn move. Ben, what did I tell you about swearing? What did I tell you, man? I'm going to set up a swear jar. You're going to be paying for my vacation, bro. I'm just putting that out there. And yes, Ken Holland did make a trade. He made a couple of trades. I don't know when you left this in. I don't know when you left this voicemail, actually. Um, But I'm listening to your podcast right now. Um, It's Saturday. Game's on. One nothing for Columbus. Hopefully they win. Um, but yeah, about Ken Holland, like, I was like eighty years old. No, I'm kidding, but honestly, <laughs> he has to do something. Like, it's honestly embarrassing. Like, well, that was the thing about getting too mad about Ken Holland not doing anything. Is we still have plenty of time until the deadline. There's still plenty of time now until the deadline. He's taken a couple of big swings, so we can't say he hasn't done anything now, Ben. I'm curious to see how this next version of the righteous sack beating because you left two for this week. I'm curious to see if you apologize to Ken Holland in the second one. He's just sitting at his de- desk, and I heard uh, someone say just now that he was just staring at his whiteboard. He had two words written on it. Dollar in, dollar out. Yeah, that's that's true, right? Uh, I don't think that's true. I think that was a joke that somebody made on Oilers Nation Radio. Lest anybody believe that he was just staring at a whiteboard, I don't think I don't think that actually happened. Ben, you may have been deceived, my friend. But still, we have to get somebody. And we did. We did, Ben. We did. We got somebody. Oops. Got righteous hat. There's there's Ben with first part of the Righteous Act meeting. What do you got to say in part two? Like the cap hell, but still, it's not great that you have. Who do you sign to bad contracts? There's not a lot of people in on honestly. I'm not hating on Ken Holland. He's made great trades. Uh, I like the Dun- Duncan Keith trade, but yeah. I, didn't. I like Duncan Keith. The Oilers, it's, not the trade. it's like... Watching a team that you cheer for sit on their ass. Well, I should take this about Ken Holland. What did I say, Ben? That is another nickel in the swear jar for me. Sitting on his ass. There's another nickel. Watching TV, eating chips. I wonder, I wonder what kind of chips Ken Holland likes. 
Probably likes pork rinds or something, something like that. Old people like that shit. And probably made one or two calls to random teams about. <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> Ben's not a big fan of Ken Holland. Dithering, as it were. We've got one more righteous act beating for Trilogy Oil Field Rentals from Ari, but you get the button. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Ari, what do you got to say, my friend? Righteous sack beating, man. Let's go. Let's do I'm it. ready. Let's go. I'm also mad, you know, mm-hmm. after university and seeing through hours of lectures, I like to just go home and indulge in my favorite snack and watch an Oilers game. Yeah. My favorite snack of all time is chips. Mm-hmm. Doritos. Nice. I love them. Me too. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Now, why is the $2 bag suddenly closer to $4? That's way too expensive. And why does Frito-Lay have to pick a fight with Superstore and jack the prices up? That's where I get my <laughs> chips every week. It's not fair, man. Some of us are struggling out here. <laughs> and also, while I'm at it, why are you taking chips out of the bag? That's not fair either. Do better, Loblaws. No, not, not Loblaws. Uh, Frito-Lay. Do better, Frito-Lay. Do better. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Inflation is, is bullshit. I agree. There used to be on regular... On sale at Safeway regularly, I used to go to Casa de Mama Pizza at $2.99. That is a screaming deal for a Casa de Mama frozen pizza, which I feel are the elite of the elite frozen pizzas, right? Now, what are they on sale? They're like four bucks when they're on sale. That's a full dollar. What the fuck, man? 25% extra? I don't want to pay that much. Inflation sucks. I hate it. And I'm with you. Ban chip. What would you even call it? Uh... Shrinkflation? Is that a thing? I feel like I've read that before. There's a right sack beating for Trilogy OFL Rentals. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. H-E-L-P. 
the voicemail. I've got a lot of voicemails this week. A ton of voicemails, in fact. And thankfully, our friends at South Island Pie Company have stocked me up with pies to make sure I've got the energy to get through them all. Just the other day, I ordered myself a, or not ordered myself, I made myself a donair meat pie. And let me tell you, it was an explosion of flavor. It was everything I wanted in that moment. And I promise you that you want a South Island pie yourself. Please do yourself a favor. Go to southislandpie.ca. One more time. Southislandpie.ca. Go there. Check out the check out the meat pies. It just says meet the pies at the very top of the store or uh, the website. You can also shop online. You can order online. You can get it delivered. Please improve your life with some South Island pies. I am probably going to make one right away after I wrap up this podcast because the Oilers game is coming up in like six seconds. By the way, honorary righteous sack beating for having to change a our our game schedule for eastern teams it's annoying no leafs game has ever been changed for anybody else and yet here we are playing at 6 p.m on a wednesday in our own barn so that the whiny leafs fans out east can't play can't complain about the game being too late you think the the winnipeg jets you think that anybody gives a fuck when the Winnipeg Jets are playing at 9.30 or whatever because they're in the central time zone? No, they don't. It's annoying, and I hate it. I hate it. But anyway, let's get to the voicemail. Here's number one, Anonymous. What say you? Good afternoon. It's the dog here. <laughs> Hello, dog. Back by unpopular demand hmm. is ASMR. Oh, no. Today, we do a light switch. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. 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 And. Oh. I love the idea of you just sitting in your house or your apartment or wherever the fuck you live, Donkey Volley, and coming up with this shit. Please don't ever stop submitting voicemails. Please, for the love of all things good and holy, please keep sending me voicemails until the end of time. Donkey Volley, I love you, pal. Ben, what do you got to say, pal? You're all over this podcast today. Milk. It's Ben. Um, Just wanted to say to you and everyone to listening to this podcast, you matter. And you're a great human being. Hmm. You're honestly best person out there. You are special. Yeah. So, I don't know, just a little encouragement. Keep on going. People care about you. That's it. See ya. I like that, Ben. A little bit of positivity on uh, on a, where, where are we? Wednesday afternoon? I like it. Ben, shout out to you. Here's another voicemail from Ben, but this one's only five seconds. Honor McDavid! Four, four, baby! <laughs> Ben's still watching the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets game. Do I have another voicemail from Ben coming in? I do have another one from Ben, so I imagine he sees the result by the time he lets the next one in. What say you, anonymous caller? I need to do this. Oh, no. 
<laughs> One minute. I, I missed the beginning of that. Hang on. I need to do this. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I didn't need to replay that at all. <laughs> ah, fuck. I love that. I really, really love that. Donkey Vol, you rule. Away. <laughs> Sorry. That's another one. Here we go. <laughs> yes, apologies. That is the second <laughs> week in a row. Oh, good lord. It's coming. No, it's not. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> what, what kind of dumb show have I put together here? There is no reason to listen to this podcast at all. There is zero reason. Listen, I've been telling you that there's no reason to listen to this podcast the entire time. Here you are thinking you're funny and having fun in your basement, never letting Satan on to give his ideas. And meanwhile, you're playing people fucking sneezing on here, pretending like you're entertaining others. You're not. Just give up the show. Give up the show. Give it to me. Better Satan than never. That's what the new podcast is called. People are going to like it way more. And you can get... The fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Up next, another anonymous caller. What say you? Hey, Bag Milk. Um, I was just thinking, and I came up upon this thought that if Leon and McDavid both don't re-sign with the Oilers, which... I don't even want to talk about this. I don't even know where this voicemail is going. I don't even know what you're trying to say, but I don't even know if I want to play the last 35 seconds so you can get to your point. I mean, I will, but you understand. You know what I mean? Probably will. But if they didn't, and they told us in advance so we could trade them, I don't actually think that any team could put a big enough package together where we would actually be able to accept it because he is the best player in the world. And you just, like there'd be no package big enough where it would justify to the fan base trading both of them. So you'd really have no choice, but to just let them walk in free agency. At least that's what it feels like to me. I'm not sure if you have any different thoughts on that. Um, so one, I don't want to talk about this. This is really annoying. But if, since you asked what I think is that if that happened, Leon's up first, right? So if Leon says he's not signing, you got to trade him. The return is going to be big. It's just going to be big. Um, Those guys mean so much to this franchise. They mean a lot to any team in the league. So you can't let them walk. If they truly told you that they were not going to resign or not willing to resign, you got to trade him. You got to trade him to get some kind of package. That would be horrible asset management, just letting them walk. You know, that's my opinion. Of course, that's just my opinion. Also, I have to throw some shade towards Liam hmm. for dissing my hometown of Drumheller, Alberta. Ah. Like, yeah, it's small. Yeah, there's not a lot to do. But if you don't live here, you can't diss it. So, in other words, <laughs> F, Tyler would like a complete vacation and he wants to visit Drumheller, just tell him to hit me up and I will give him a complete list of where he needs to go and what to do and how you could spend at least maybe one or two days there. We are uniting people on Better Late Than Never. 
Tyler had revealed on the Real Life podcast that he is doing a little vacay. Or no, I guess it would have been Oilers Nation Radio if Liam was there. Liam just, uh, I don't know what Drumheller did to him, but it didn't tickle him the way he was hoping for, I guess, clearly. Omar, what do you guys say? Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio. Presenting Wait a minute. Tyler, the armchair GM, your rem chuck. Uh-huh. Next, we got Liam, the banana Horbit. Okay, hang on, one, hang on one second. I think if we're, I didn't know that it's what we're doing, so I'm going to play along. I'm going to put a little music underneath you, okay? Let's go. Omar, ready? Go. Welcome to Oilers Station Radio. Presenting Tyler, the armchair GM, your rem chuck. Next, we got Liam, the banana Horbit. And then we got... The Faceless Wonder Bag Melt. And then we got everybody's favorite bartender, Rick. And then we got Dan the Man. Presented to you by DoorDash. Ding dong. <laughs> How'd we do? How'd we do? We little produced a new intro for Weathers Nation Radio together. I liked it. Take two went pretty well. We had the music underneath. We had the uh, we had the vocals over top. I like it. Nothing to not like there. Chandler, what do you got to say? Bagged milk. I no. am sending this to you in the immediate aftermath of the Pooley RV to Carolina trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, best of luck to Pooley RV. Yep. Uh, you know, I really liked him. I, I wish it would have worked out here, but uh, no matter what the fancy stats tell you, the reality was he was playing on a bottom six level. And like, look, I'm not going to get into it like we've as as a fan base we have talked about it way too much like it's even beyond the point of beating a dead horse with a stick you know what i'm there was part of me yesterday that as soon as i saw the trade go through and i think i even said it on the emergency podcast yesterday that i'm just i'm happy it's over i'm happy that this is where we like i'm just i don't want to talk about it anymore i don't want people yelling at each other and it was just like the righteous sack beating earlier it's it's exhausting at times man isn't it it's more like beating it up by firing a grenade launcher at it. Um, it's just, it's too bad it didn't work out, but, uh, you know, hopefully, and I'm sure we'll find out here in the coming days, maybe even by the end of today, making this whole voicemail irrelevant. Hopefully, though, it will lead to a bigger trade. Matthias Eckholm, question mark. Um, but yeah, again, good luck to the Bison King. Thank you for the good times. And, of course, the legendary pizza gif, as well as the bison king. I thought that was really well said by uh, Chandler. I see he's got another voicemail that came in a little bit later in the day, so I imagine that he got another reaction to the Matthias Ekholm trade that he was hoping for. We got it. We got it, bro. I'm looking forward to talking to you a little bit. Ben, are you talking about the Columbus loss or are you going to talk about trades? What do you got to say now? What's up, Bag Milk? Uh, just speaking on behalf of Pooley RV Trade. Mm-hmm. Um, i obviously sad to see one of well, my favorite players go. Um, it's good for him, though. It'll yep. be better for him in Carolina. And to all you Ken Holland haters who think this is a bad trade, well, yeah, you're right. Um, I shouldn't say a bad <laughs> trade, but he's going to pop off in a couple of years. It's not Ken's fault. He went to 
panned out here. Um, I think anyone who says, like, should have held on to him, we all know that he wouldn't have panned out, as I was just saying. Kind of repeating myself, but still, just want to nail home that point. I also think that we got an honestly B-plus level prospect prospect in, um, what's his name? I forget. Patrick Um, Pistola. It ends with, like, Leo or something. Um, But honestly, (laughs) yeah, B-plus level prospect in Finland's top league, La Liga, or Mm -hmm. SM Liga. Um, He's under a point per game, 37 and 58, but 22-year-old, but still, it's pretty good. Um, So, yeah, that's my thoughts. See ya. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, Ben. We'll see what happens with Patrick Pistola. The Oilers still haven't signed him yet, so he may or may not be getting signed. We'll we'll see. There's still some time. There's plenty of time to get that job done. But again, I don't have the answers. Nick, what do you guys say? Listen, Big Milk, I can. You know, I can come on this voicemail and I can curse Ken Holland out for being a moron, for getting absolutely fleeced by the Predators. Yeah, to be I, I completely, I don't know where the rest is going, but I completely disagree that they got fleeced by the by the Predators. I just, I don't agree with it at all. I'm sad. I'm really sad. You know, I love Tyson Berry. I was a fan of his. You know, when he was getting ripped for being a terrible defender, I, I defended him. I thought he was great. And I think this year he was our most consistent defender. And I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. He just, he meant a lot to me personally. And I know that's dumb to say because, you know, I'm fucking 21 and here I am upset about a fucking hockey player, but. Are you crying? If you're crying, if you are actually that upset where, you know, just cry louder, maybe like a little, I'd like to hear it. Help my ratings out, man. You know, we go back to when Barry came to Edmonton and, you know, I was, I had some mental health problems. I was not in a very good place mentally. Mm. And here comes in this new guy and uh, he leads the league in points by a defenseman. And I had latched onto him. I became a huge fan of his. I was a Tyson Barry fan and he meant a lot to me because when I was in this horrible place mentally, he helped me. And it sucks to see him go in such a bad trade. Well, all jokes aside, Nick, um, I hope that I hope that you can find some peace. Um, I didn't know that Tyson Berry meant that met to you when I stopped and made a joke about you being upset. So I apologize for that. However, I don't think that the Oilers got fleeced on this deal. The reality is Matthias Ekholm is a much better defender. He doesn't have as much offense as Tyson Berry, but he is going to help out in a huge way on the PK and in the defensive zone, and that's what the Oilers need. So that's why Tyson Berry got sent out. But if you heard the emergency podcast yesterday or even the broadcast yesterday that we did on YouTube after the trade, I was stunned it was Berry. Stunned. If you had told me that there was a defenseman going out to bring in Matthias Ekholm to make the the money work, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Cody Cece? Is it going to be even Brett Kulak, even though he just signed this past summer? I did not expect Tyson Berry to go. 
I really didn't. And you could tell how much he meant to the team as well, not just to you, Nick, because the first thing that happened was McDavid and Drysaddle both just said Nashville got a good one on their Instagrams. Connor doesn't post anything on his Instagram outside of paid promotion. So to have him jump on there and do that sucks, man. And I feel for you. I feel for you that you lost your favorite player, but I also think that Matthias Ekholm is going to win you over in a big way because he's legit. He is going to help this team in a massive, massive way. So while I know it hurts now, and I feel for you, Nick, I think that you're gonna you're the Oilers got a player back that's gonna win you over as well. Matthias Ekholm is legit, so I disagree that it was a fleecing by the Predators. I really do. Um, the way I look at it is the Oilers' first round pick that they sent over. That's going to be a thirty-second overall pick this year because they win the cup. Yeah! The fourth round pick, who gives a shit? Reed Schaefer wasn't going to help this team for at least three or four years. Sucks to lose Reed Schaefer. Sucks to lose Ginger Beef. Sucks to lose all those memes, but he wasn't going to help anytime soon. So away he went. So really, it's Barry for Ekholm in the immediate today. And I think the others are the better team today because of this trade. And I'm sorry that your favorite player got traded. That sucks, man. But But pro sports is a cold motherfucker. Ari, what do you guys say? Well, this is it. Right back milk? Mm-hmm. Ken Holland is officially woken up. Man, I'm sad. <laughs> Tell Casey me about Bully it. RV is gone. Yep, he is. And Tyson Berry is gone. Mm-hmm. Man, we didn't deserve Jesse Pooley RV. You know, for all the sh- all the all the crap that some people in this fan base threw in his way and Mark Spector. You know, I don't I don't think we ever really deserved him because he always he always had a smile on his face no matter what the the tides were like, you know. Like it's incredible the amount of resilience that guy has has had his entire time. Hmm. I hope he kills it in Carolina. Yeah, me too. I do. Yep. I want him to make the Oilers look absolutely foolish for trading him. Like and I hope he gets treated the right way. I he deserves that much at least, right? He does. I agree with you. I have nothing else to add, Ari. Uh, I see there's a part 2 here, so what do you say in part 2? You know, bag milk. I don't like Ken Holland. <laughs> for most of the stuff he does. Oh, okay. But getting at home and giving up what he had to give up to get him. I think he did good. I do too. I think that's fair to say. We're a better team. Yep. Uh, now than before the move. It sucks. Sacrificing Tyson Berry in the deal and sacrificing Pugliarvi for the cap space. But I think this is kind of what everybody wanted. Right, it's a it's a feeling of um, you know the Thanos Thanos uh, thing. I've won, but what at what cost? Kind of feeling right now. Um, yeah. Also, screw Mark Spector. <laughs> I saw the shot he, he took at Paul Yarvi even after the guy was gone. Like, dude. Not cool. Not cool. Love you, Bag Mel. Love you too, yeah. pal. Yeah, Mark Spector taking a bunch of shrapnel on the podcast today. 
you know, he uh, took that one last shot at yes on the way out, going by comma son. Like he's used that joke over and over again over the last couple of weeks. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Chandler, what do you got to say? Bagged milk. I am back again. Mm-hmm. I usually wouldn't uh, send a couple messages in in the same week, but this is an exception because we got Matthias at home. And I am so hyped for it. Um, I am so shocked that Tyson Berry was one of the guys getting traded out to Nashville. Uh, wish Berry all the best. I, I really liked uh, Tyson Berry, but I am so excited for Ekholm. I think he's going to be a perfect fit for what this team needs. Um, and... He's going to be so nasty to play against in the playoffs. And as a bonus, the dude looks like he's Thor. Like, he straight up looks like a freaking Viking, and I love that. Yeah, he does. He really does, doesn't he? A crazy trade, but I love it. I am so excited to see what Ekholm can do. I'm really excited to see what Ekholm can do. I'm really excited for him to play tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I just think that as much as it sucks to lose Tyson Berry, I'm, I did not expect that. I'm still a little bit rattled about it, to be honest. I am really excited about Tyson Berry. I, or about Matthias Ekholm. Sorry, Tyson Berry. I was excited about you when you got here, but I'm excited about Matthias Ekholm now. He's just a more complete defender. He's just a more complete defender. We're going to lose out on a little bit of offense. We're going to need Bouchard to take a step up on the power play or Darnell Nurse is probably going to get those minutes. That's not ideal, but that's probably what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can't wait to see Matias at home as an Edmonton Oiler. Uh, this one is from Ewan. Oh, big milk. The Matias at home deal just came in. And... We were talking about it all day at school. Like, that's all I could talk about. And then my teacher was telling me to be quiet or whatever, right? And then, like, right, like, five minutes after I was talking about it, the deal comes in. I get a notification on my phone, and I jump up and start yelling in class, and then I get in trouble. <laughs> like, Matias Atcombe, Gets me in trouble at school mm-hmm. like four or five times a day now. It's ridiculous. I like that we got a lot of kids listening to this podcast. We're in school. We're teaching the kids. We're teaching the youth. But you know what? You tell your teacher to email old bag milk. Bag milk at oilersnation.com. I will send you a unlicensed doctor's note so that you can skip school. Right? Sound good? There you go. Big E, what do you got to say? No, I'm Big E. I'm back for my second. All right. Smell. You call yourself Big E. The Edmonton Oilers acquire him, mm-hmm. and the trade deadline is soon. Yep. This might be a bit late, obviously, as you posted a podcast today, but the Edmonton Oilers should beat every team in the West. Yes or no? I think so, because there's not many teams that I think they can't beat. And if they had some... Better defense against Boston, I think they'd beat Boston. So that means that they can beat Boston, they can beat anyone. I'm hoping that we can get something going because I was a little worried for a little bit. I was worried too, Biggie. 
I'll call you Biggie if you don't mind. I was worried too. I was worried that Ken Holland wasn't going to get enough done. Mateus Ekholm makes me very, very happy. I'm looking forward to seeing what else he has coming down the pipe. Again, if you missed it earlier in the show, Frank Saravalli said there's at least another trade or two coming. What are those going to look like? Who's going to be our new friends by the time the buzzer goes at 1 p.m. or yeah, 1 p.m. on Friday? We'll see. Matt, what do you guys say? Hey, bag milk. Yo, um, first time caller. A uh, long time listener, as the people say. Thank you. Um, just listening to your uh, trade recap podcasts, um, mm-hmm. driving home from a beer league game, and just wanted to say uh, a couple things about Yessa. Um, I know Oilers fans were kind of posting about like how they felt about the trade and whatnot, and I just wanted to say he'll be missed. Um, he was uh, he was a hard worker. Yes, did he did he put up the points like we thought he was going to when he was drafted fourth overall? No. Uh, but we all know that like his underlying numbers were really good. Um, he has, I still think he has a really good upside to him. Um, and unfortunately, um, I do think he's going to shine in Carolina. Um, but I am happy for him, you know. Um, coming over uh, as like an 18, 19 year old from Finland, um, not speaking a lot of English has got to be tough on a person. Totally. And, and then, you know, you maybe didn't get off to the start you thought you were going to. So it's got to be, it's got to be tough on a human. Um, on like a human to human level, right? So, um, I think that's, um, I think that's kind of where we need to, to kind of just realize that, you know, yes, he wasn't a what we all that we thought he was going to be, but he was a he seemed like a great human, great guy in the locker room. Obviously, Connor vouched for him, um, you know, the past two years and, and stuff like that. So, I think that goes a long way um, for stuff like that. And then I'll do another one for Ekholm. Matt's got part two coming down. Uh, last or voicemails coming at you. Matt, what do you got to say? Okay, so part two. Part two. Um, uh, yeah, so with, with Yessi moving, um, you know, obviously we saw that it paved the way for the Ekholm trade, um, which I think the Oilers desperately needed. Um, and I loved your guys' recap on uh, Oilers Nation every day um, about it. Uh, I was also shocked that Tyson Berry was the one that was going. Um I admittedly, um, I was, uh, I'm a kind of a critic of Barry. I love Barry, but I think, uh, I think if you want uh, the other team that hit a shot block prop, Barry Tyson, Barry is your guy. He kind of had like the, the issue where he would throw the pucks from the point into shin pads, um, a little bit. And I think Bouchard's getting a little bit of the snake bitten, um, from that this year where yeah, a little bit, I don't know. We saw the past two years Bouchard was really really good at getting pucks through mm-hmm. um so I don't know what's really going on there but he needs to change his angles up to me he needs to walk a little bit he needs to do a little half deke a little half shot maybe pull towards the skates and fire just change some angles I think that defense uh he's still shooting pucks like he's playing in the minors or in junior and NHL players are going to read your play a whole lot better I think that's what's going on in my head so I feel confident that Bouchard will adjust there back to you you know, it, it does suck. I mean, from every every team that Barry's been on, you know, the guys obviously say that they love him. He's a locker room guy, so it does suck that the Oilers are missing out on him. Um, but in the long run, I think this is good for the Oilers, and I think uh, as much as it sucks, um, you know, like the players say, that at the end of the day, this is a business, and it is, it, yeah. it's hard not to be upset when you get emotionally attached to guys. Uh, and then and then they get traded. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll do part three. I don't know. 
Matt has got a part three, so Matt, finish it off. Let's finish off the voicemail with Matt for our friends at South Island Pie Company. Again, southislandpie.ca if you want to go get stocked up on pies. I promise you do. Please get stocked up on pies. Get- I didn't mean to push that. I moved back in my chair accidentally. I did not mean to push that. Go buy some pies. Last voicemail, Matt. Okay, part three is something totally off base. Uh, I don't know why, but I was just kind of thinking about that. A um, couple of couple of pod. This might be a long shot for you guys. Remember, but when you guys were talking about the three dollar wash that Jay, I mean, now I guess it's up to a four dollar wash. But when Jay was talking about his three dollar wash, it kind of brought me back to like. So he doesn't do. He washes from the top down, right? So like, and then we were talking about. You guys were talking about like showers and no, like you guys don't wash your calves. So you just just let it like rinse down. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. That was Chalmers. Chalmers does not wash his calves. He just lets the water and gravity do the work. I absolutely get in there. I've got loofahs. I rotate the, I swap loofahs out for new ones when I need to. I am all about washing head to toe, top to tail. Don't lump me in with what Chalmers got going on. Palmer said that like it's like is that how you wash vehicles you don't wash the tires you just let the you just wash the roof and let the let the water run down is that how you guys wa- like wash stuff i don't know maybe maybe i'm a little off base but i just thought i just thought it was a little weird you know people don't wash calves but you like you tell me you wash your vehicles better than you wash your body i don't know <laughs> let me know what you think <laughs> yeah i also by the way i don't uh, buy the three dollar wash at all i never have I have yet to see it. I am like, when I've got the Alfa Romeo going, it's like a $10 wash. Like, no joke. I really get in there. We're talking about a $10 wash. I don't buy the 3 or 4 or $5 wash. He can even say it's a $6 wash. Anything less than $10 on the Nation truck. Remember, the Nation truck is huge. I know Tyler drives it now, but that is a huge vehicle, and I just can't see anything less than 5 6 bucks getting that thing remotely clean. Maybe if you got a light dusting of something on there and you just got to give her a rinsey rinse, maybe, maybe. But other than that, there's no way. Southislandpie.ca. 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 Do you remember the website yet? Do you remember the website yet? Of course you do. Of course you do. I'm going to go make a pie right now. It is 4.15 in the afternoon, and as far as I see it, that is pie time. Why? Because Jamie from South Island Pie Company puts a lot of love into those pies. He felt homesick. Came to Canada. He's like, you know what? I'm going to start pies. I'm going to start a pie company and I'm going to take over the market. I'm going to do it and I'm going to feel good about it. You're going to eat them and you're going to feel like a champion. Got it? Can I say something about pies? Listen, I know that I've been mean to you this entire time and I said that I was going to take over your podcast and potentially rip your head clean off your shoulders. But if you're going to make a pie, can you pick one for Satan too? I would just like one, you know? Please. No, Satan. I will not. I will not. Lastly, before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to say, go over to nationgear.ca right now. Go do it, right? nationgear.ca, get your tickets to the Oilers Nation 15th anniversary party that is coming up on May, or May, March 18th at the Pint Downtown. It is March right now. It's March 1st as we're recording this. March 18th at the Pint Downtown. 
We are going to be having a viewing party. We are going to give away a ton of shit. We are going to raise some money for free play for kids, and we're going to have a blast while we're at it. Go to nationgear.ca, grab your tickets, get them now. I promise you this event is going to sold out, and you're going to miss it. And with that, we will wrap up episode 73 of Better Late Than Never. I want to thank my friends at the audio department, Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, Betway, South Island Pie Company, and you, most importantly, for listening. Thank you for being here. We'll see what other emergency podcasts I get to record. I got a feeling I'll be doing another one on Friday, but we'll see. And until then, enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry champagne, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.